And hello, everybody. Welcome to Way of the Truth Warrior. My name is David Whitehead, and I'm glad you are joining me for this last minute live stream where we are going to talk about symbolism and psychology and all the crazy stuff that's going on in the media regarding this whole Ukraine crisis. Um, I started noticing a few things that I wanted to bring to your attention. So I have been working on this research the past couple days, put together a little slideshow for you, got some links to share, and I'm really just wanting to put this out there to the research community so that you guys can take it and run with it and see if this helps in your research about what's going on. Um, because I think that there's a lot more going on than meets the eye, and that's why we need to understand symbolic literacy. We got to get into psychology. We got to get into a little bit of history. If we're going to understand um, how they actually are able to continually con people with these media extravaganzas, and it's incredible the art that is being used here, the, the dark arts of how to manipulate consciousness. And so we're going to talk about that. So let me just let a few people jump in here. I know I just kind of announced it and jumped on. Um, but I wanted to get this out of the way today because I won't be able to do this tomorrow. Tomorrow I'm going to be having a guest on my show, regular time, 3 p.m. Pacific time. His name is Mark Hecht, and he is a member of the PPC Party of Canada, and he was also very much involved with the whole uh, truckers convoy and all that. So we're just going to be talking about that and whatever else has been going on in, in sort of the Canadian front. So you can look forward to that tomorrow. So today I thought, well, I want to get this off my chest. I want to just put this out there and let you guys run with it. Let me know in the chat and the comments what you start to notice as we go through some of these slides and some of this information. Um, and so I'm not going so super deep into the specifics of the Ukraine crisis, the politics on the ground. I've done shows in the past. Uh, I'm going to be covering today the actual symbolism that's being used. Why is it that the same people that fell for the Corona hoax and all of the media propaganda surrounding that are also falling for this Ukraine stuff? Why is it the same people? Why is it the same people selling us the whole thing with Ukraine from one particular angle only that are, were also just selling us on taking these biological weapons they call vaccines that are now showing numerous side effects, publicly admitted, it's out there, deaths, injuries, etc. These are the same people that sold us lockdowns, which were an epic failure and, a cat and caused catastrophic destruction to people's lives and to our economy and to so much else. Uh, these are the same people that were selling us the panic over the doom and gloom with the climate and pushing together, working with these globalist institutions to use these crises towards their own uh, agendas and their own goals. And those same people are selling everybody on Ukraine. And the question is, how are they able to bypass logic in people? How are they so successful at doing that? Is it just this? Is it just the rhetoric? Is it just the words that they use? I would say it's also the images. It's also um, even right down to the colors, right down to the symbols, right down to specific words and phrases that are known techniques in marketing, in psychology, in ancient symbolism, in the world of the occult. Um, and 
if you accept that there is at least some level of ritual component to all the stuff that's going on, then some of the stuff will blow your mind that we're going to be going through today. But before we jump in, let me just check on everybody. How's everybody doing? We got people from Stockholm. We got Canada. We got US. We got all kinds of people here. Welcome, welcome. Let me just say hello to my friends on the foxhole. Make sure we're rocking over there. And it appears we are live. That's always a good sign. Hello, everybody. Thanks for jumping on me last minute or jumping on with me last minute today. Good to see you. Um, did you wrap up that series? Someone's asking Truth Junkie, are you still working on Cult of the Medics? Yes. Uh, did you wrap up that series already? No, I haven't wrapped it up. We just did the first half. It is a tremendous amount of work and effort. And I'm a, I'm a one man show, so I can only pump out as, uh, so much at once. So stay tuned for chapter seven. It's in the works. I've just rendered off the first 22 minutes. I think it's really good. And I'm just making a few decisions as to which pieces I'm going to fill in the rest of it with. So I should have that up with the next few weeks. So stay tuned. Uh, but make sure you're catching up on the first half of the series. Very important information. Maybe watch them a few times. Um, take some notes. The first half is sort of rolling out the carpet and the second half, we're going to walk all over it and go right off. We're going to go into the next level. So stay tuned for chapter seven coming your way real soon. All right. And we're good on Rockfin. Everybody's happy over there. Say hello to my Rockfin people. How's it going? All right. We're cozy. Let's dive in. I got a lot to cover. I think I'm going to start with this video. This was done by, it's on dollarvigilante.tv. This is what caught my attention, this video. Okay, I'm not gonna make you watch the whole thing. They 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 go with a lot of different images, but let's just watch the first few minutes together because I think it is uh really, really on to something here. And this got my wheels turning, and then I started doing kind of digging into my notes and going into some of the research, and some very interesting and shocking things are discovered when you understand what is at play here. Because the again, just to reemphasize what I'm trying to find out with this research is I'm not trying to demonize symbols and say that symbol is evil just because it was used in this propaganda piece. Or I'm not here to demonize colors. <laughs> we're going to get into something called color psychology. Um, what we're trying to expose is the use of these things to achieve something. They're selling you something. How are they able to bypass the logical brain that would automatically... How are there so many people who are falling for this whole op. This is a real op, guys. This whole thing is a real op, what we're watching, okay? How many people, why are they falling for it? Why are intelligent people that I regarded as very, very smart and intelligent falling for this, hook, line, and sinker? We literally just finished having the conversation about how you can't trust the media when it comes to this panic and hysteria of the Rona. And we won that debate Numerous people coming over, realizing that they've been had, looking at the facts and the evidence that prove that, because it's not just words. I've done this endlessly on my show to prove it to you, okay? Conclusively, in my opinion. I'll leave it up to you, though. But I, we all know that they were lying about that. Yet some of those same people are on social media, are doing shows like mine, are out there talking to the public about Ukraine. And they're literally just repeating CNN and CBC talking points. I'm like, we just had this conversation. You were just on our side that the media is the enemy of the truth. It is the enemy of the people and it works for the same people that are the, the same people selling the panic or selling the pill, folks. 
It's a compartmentalized pyramid structure top to bottom. How many different, how many corporations own and control the media, all the media, all the stuff you see in here? And then you trace it all the way through. You go on the Yahoo Finance website and you find out the Black Rocks, the Vanguards, the State Streets, they own everything. They run it all. $20 trillion worth of assets. Okay. The people reporting the media work for the people who have their own agendas for taking over more power, resources, land, minerals, countries, nations, swallowing them all up, turning everything into Google, turning everything into this dystopian nightmare. The people behind all of this, that's who the media works for. They are the mouthpieces for those people and they know exactly what they're doing and they don't even have to only rely on getting the perfect script out to you. They know how to use subliminal messaging, subconscious programming. And that's the question. How are they able to do it? Because if logic and reason is failing in otherwise intelligent people, it's not just the words that are, that are, that are doing that convincing and, and mind controlling those people. It's the imagery. It's the flicker rates. It's subliminal. It's the symbolism. There's something happening on an atavistic subconscious level in the psyche. That's what they are using. And that's what I want to expose to you. So let's check out this little clip. And let me bring it on here. I'll play a little bit of it. We'll watch it together. And uh, then we're going to go into some more details. Here we go.
All right, guys. So it keeps going on and on. Here, hold on. I'll come back to you. Uh, they just they just show for the rest of the video. It's like twenty minutes straight of comparative images and the colors that are used for the COVID propaganda and the Ukraine propaganda. So let me come back to you. All right. Oh, let me go back to this view. There we go. So that is very interesting. I don't know if you guys had seen that video. I don't know how many of you out there noticed that it's as if they hired the same advertising agency to do the artwork and the graphics for all the COVID stuff, as well as the Ukraine stuff, bringing the Ukrainian flag, which I think was adopted in 1992 or something like that, of just the light blue with the yellow or the gold. I'll give you my first impressions on those two colors, and then we're going to get into some very specific information. Okay. Um, Specifically, the light blue, blue in general, there's many different renditions of this, but blue in general, what do you think of when you think of blue? I mean, I think of the sky, like a clear sky, a beautiful, sunny day with a clear blue sky, which immediately gives me a sense of optimism, um, ambition, hope. Uh, happiness, joy, excitement, you know, because you're, you're not having to go out in some rainstorm. You have this nice blue sky that's just beckoning you to go out to the beach and just relax and, and go out and just live your life and conquer the world. It, that's kind of my first impression. And then, of course, yellow and gold. What's, what's, what, what, what object can you think of that maybe represents that color? And again, we're not saying it's negative or positive. We're just we're going to get into how manipulation works, all right? I think of the sun, right? So the sun shining in a, in a blue sky is essentially what those two colors are. And that does, that has an effect on, on your psyche. It has an effect. And it's not that those colors are somehow Illuminati symbols and they're evil. Every time I see blue, I'm going to see Illuminati Masonic uh, crazy stuff. It's just knowing at, at the base level that colors have an influence on your decision-making when it comes to how you view an advertisement, the lighting in a concert hall. It's, there's a way that these things are done to achieve an overall effect of convincing you to do something or to think something or to behave in a certain way. They're tools because our eyes and our vision and our mind is geared to reacting to different colors. They, they've even done this when it comes to interrogation rooms, when they're interrogating killers or terrorists or whatever, they put them in different colored rooms, different light coloring, different wallpaper, different wall coloring, so that they can achieve different influence while they're doing interrogations. And they select certain colors to help give them uh, an advantage in certain regards, depending on the situation. Then on an advertising level, on a psychological level, and then yes, on the occult symbolic level. Wow, we're opening up a big can here. So I found that interesting. Really good video. I'm glad it came to my attention because it really got my wheels turning. So I'm trying to think, I think what I'm going to do is go right to the slides and we're just going to run through them all. I'll give some comments and then I've got some articles and some primary stuff for you to, to flesh this out. Um, but I threw these images together.
and I want to show them to you. So let me bring them up. Okay. Pull this back on screen. Everybody can see that. Okay. Let's make sure I can switch through easily. All right. So let's just take a peek at some stuff. Got a nice gold fringed flag here. And uh, this of course is some of the primary colors you're going to see on a lot of flags when you go into different Masonic lodges. This is of course coming from a Masonic flag and there's your blue and gold. Okay. And again, we're not demonizing masonry entirely here. We're just looking at it and we're understanding that advanced knowledge of human psychology is known in occult circles. Okay. And there's a reason for everything. These people are extremely detail oriented when it comes to why they select certain dates, certain colors, certain symbols, certain phrases. To them, it's all a ritual. Whether it's all positive or all negative, that's a debate for another day. I'm just showing it to you so that you're aware that this is, a, it is part of a lot of what we see in the media in general. Because this knowledge is also known by the Tavistock Institute of Human Relations, which their symbol we're going to get to is very interesting. It's known by Madison Avenue Incorporated. It's known by Hollywood. It's known by the music industry. It's known by the Meads. It's been known for thousands of years that colors and symbols have a profound effect and they do work to influence the masses, which then can help influence the direction of things. It seems like a small thing, but it's not so small when you know what you're looking at. Right, the blue and gold. Many interpretations of these things, many renditions, but I'm just showing you. Okay, just interesting. Particular rendition, especially when you get into these sort of hot colors. You know, there's the softening, the feminization of colors. Interesting effect on the psyche. There it is, telling you the whole story, the compass and rule with the sun in the middle. Everything is all about the sun. All the religions are about the sun. It's all about the sun and the, and the stars and the sky because that, of course, was what ancient man looked at. They didn't watch television, guys. They watched the, scar they watched the skies and they created stories and mythos out of what they saw in the skies. And that translated throughout history. That became religion. That became a political science and now a psychological science of how to manipulate that dynamic of human, psych of human psychology. Typical Masonic Lodge. And you can take a peek at just some of these. You've got your Shriners. You've got your different Mason orders. You've got, you know, Hiram of Biff, the Royal Arch Masons. There's many levels, okay? This isn't talking here about your local Lodge Masons that are probably just getting together. A drinking men's club, uh, doing a little bit of charitable work, you know, playing around with some ancient occult knowledge that most of them have no idea really about. They just think they do because that's also another compartmentalized structure. What I'm talking, where my targets are, is the Black Lodge, the lodge that was infiltrated and this knowledge was stolen and nicked and then recopied through the media to use as a way of influencing politics, finance, and human psychology. So we're not demonizing specific symbols. These are all high-level symbolism that mean something to do with the heavens or something to do with consciousness or something to do with nature. That's all they really are in their base form. But it's who wield it and how they're using it and to what end. If they're using it to manipulate you, they wouldn't put a bunch of evil symbols all over the place, would they? 
because then you'd go, oh, that's evil. I don't like that. It's too gross or grotesque or whatever. They would use symbols that you are comfortable with. Symbols of the sun. Who doesn't love the sun? I love the sun. You need vitamin D, don't you? Who doesn't love a clear blue sky with no chemtrails? That's, I love that stuff. But now we're talking about how they use, they blind you with the light. They use symbols that you're accustomed to, that they've stolen after conquering a lot of these these different groups who in the beginning may have been very benign and, and really trying to preserve ancient knowledge. They, they went in there, they infiltrated these groups, they stole that knowledge, and then they weaponized it to blind you with the light, to say, hey, we're your sunny day. When you stand with Ukraine, when you, when you take those COVID vaccines, when you buy this toothpaste, it's just like that sunny day with the clear blue sky. They're making associations on the subconscious level of your mind. Your subconscious mind does not operate the way your conscious mind does. It doesn't respond to the things the same way. And that's why we have to be aware of how this is used against you. Okay. Here we go. True blue. This is a Masonic badge. Right? Comes from old Egypt and before. And just these are just a couple. We're going to get into more details on this, but these are these these are just little graphics done from a psychology website talking about what yellow is just in a very basic sort of Pinterest way. It's saying the color yellow is the color of optimism. Yellow is a compelling color that conveys youthful and fresh energy. This color of sunshine is uplifting and illuminating and associated with success and confidence. Yellow stimulates the left side of the brain, helping with clear thinking and quick decision making. <laughs> well, symbolically, it might represent that, but it can also be used in the reverse because that's what magic is. It's the ability to use it in its natural state or manipulate it and flip it on its head and use it in an unnatural way, right? But look at that, the color of optimism, the optimism of the youth in Ukraine suffering under the invasion by evil Putin, right? So we're going to stand for those poor people and they scatter the media with images of poor downtrodden people, which of course there's horrific things. I don't support uh, one gang over another gang that's fighting over territory here, but let's not forget about the biggest gangs in the world that operate well above politics that are looking to use these events, whether natural or caused to their benefit, right? And so they need to cast in their advertising also um, a continuation of previously proven propaganda. So for me, they proved how good they are at this ancient science of psychological manipulation and mind control by the COVID operation. They, they prove that they're very competent at uh, installing through subliminal messaging and even direct messaging, different ideas into the general public all over the world and to have a great effect and, and to make it very successful. Thankfully, not everybody fell for it, but we have to understand the dynamics of how they achieved this. It's not enough to just go, yeah, really, it's really weird how they are able to just pull the blinders over everybody. Well, yeah, I wanna know how, what's the science behind it? Because there is a science. We gotta admit that, right? And they know this stuff. They know how the color yellow or the color gold plays on your psyche. It inspires you to be optimistic and to trust them. 
that fresh energy. You want that. You lack it. You're depressed. You've been locked in your home for two years. So you're looking for some fresh sunshine energy in your life. You want to be uplifted. You want to champion a cause. Uh, you want to be on the good, the guy, the good guy's side. You want to be the one who's virtuous, who's out there standing against the bully. They understand these dynamics and they know how to manipulate you so that you think you're being virtuous when really you're being deceived. Blue. There you go. Check this out. Blue. You're going to see blue used a lot. Blue, I would say they use it even more than gold and yellow and some of the other colors like reds and they use blue all over the place. I mean, just look at the Google app store. Look at um, Gmail. Look at all these different companies and the logos they use. Look at Pfizer for crying out loud. What shade of blue does Pfizer use for its logo? We're going to get into the EU and the World Health Organization and the UN. Look at their colors. It's right in your face. Blue, the color of trust. Remember Gutierrez? The vaccine is trust. We're going to get into that creature in chapter seven. The color of trust, blue, the shade of the sea and the sky is thought to induce calm and convey serenity and peace. See, they want to keep you calm. They want you serene. They want you to feel peaceful inside while they conduct war on your mind and around the world. And they rape, loot, pillage, and steal in a way that is pretty much unimaginable to most people who've been buying into their propaganda and have been subliminally programmed since their youth. The moment they were put in front of a television or looked at an advertisement, they're already, their minds are already being hacked. So what do you think they're doing with this whole Ukraine thing? They're trying to keep you blinded by the light so that you're not out there exposing what they just did to you over COVID. And that you don't understand, you're not going to eat. This is what they do, guys. They don't even want you looking into the facts. They don't want you thinking logically, which is why they program you subliminally and subconsciously. Because they don't even want you. That's what you're dealing with out there is people that are not looking anywhere else but CNN Fox News, CBC, CTV, Global News, etc. They're only looking there. That's what this is. That's why those people are brainwashed is because these techniques, and this is literally just scratching the surface today, guys. There's so many elements to this. These techniques are used to bring you into their cult so that you're only drinking their Kool-Aid every day and you're not thinking for yourself. And they have a whole array of techniques that they can use against you to program your mind and to make you do things that you wouldn't otherwise do, to believe things you wouldn't otherwise believe and to fall for their deception. It's an ancient art. So this popular color of blue instills confidence and inspires feelings of loyalty. Loyalty to what? Well, loyalty to the cult of the brand, the cult of the Medes, the cult of the medics, whatever cult they want you in so that you're not thinking by yourself and not thinking for yourself. So they want you to feel like you are confident, even though you're not really confident, are you? Otherwise, you would be thinking for yourself. You wouldn't need to use them as a crutch if you were truly self-confident. You wouldn't need to worry about loyalty when you're sitting there supporting people who are literally destroying your own country and, and, giving you, and bringing you into false allegiances with forces that are literally trying to destroy you and your country and their family and your life. But they want, they want you to have allegiance. They want the crowd to have allegiance with them 
even though every member of that crowd, if their logical mind was working, would realize that they are siding with the very forces that are trying to bring about their very destruction using these types of techniques. So it's all fake. And that's why all the virtue signaling of all these people that no, not, not a single one of them is really standing for anything. When they're like, I stand with Ukraine. I stand with, you know, whatever, whatever cause. It's fake. And the reason you're standing for fake causes is because you have no inner cause anymore. You've lost your inner direction, your inner drive, your inner life. And so you're externally directed. And when you're only externally directed, you are controlled like a puppet on a string like you wouldn't believe, unfortunately. And that's what we're seeing. So they must project those virtues that we all naturally have access to if we were only tending that and nurturing that and making that grow in ourselves. But they know how to turn that and go, oh, no, no, that real authentic mode of being truly confident, truly calm, truly serene, truly loyal and having integrity and responsibility, all those things that take work to earn in yourself. Don't do all that stuff. You don't need to. You're now part of the metaverse. We're going to give you the inauthentic version of that and we're going to direct you like puppets the whole time so that you feel like you are, but sadly you're not. You're not. It's an illusion. It's fake. And that's why the virtue is fake. So regardless of anybody's particular stance on Ukraine and feeling sorry for innocent people, which I do as well, there's, there's innocent people on all sides that are being affected here because we're basically in the middle of massive mafia wars going on. And there's also some other stuff going on, I think, um, that we're not aware of. So yeah, I don't want to see any innocent people harmed. However, if we don't get a handle on how we're being manipulated on all sides, then this will just keep happening. And then you're standing for this and that, and it doesn't mean anything. It's not real. If you want to stand for something, stand for the truth and do everything you can to get the truth. Pull your head out of that media and go read some facts and talk to some people on the ground and learn what's really going on and study symbolism and study psychology, starting with your own psychology. That's the best place to start. So they give you this blue is designed. This is known in advertising. Okay. It gives you feelings of loyalty, integrity, responsibility. Cool blue is conservative and can also be perceived as aloof. You know, there's certain associations that the general psyche of human beings uses when they start to see these kind of colors. That's why blue is going to be, you're going to, when you, when I just told you this, look at Facebook, what color is their logo guys? Why do you keep tuning in? You know, these people know this. It's you're not, you know, you're not going to unsee it anywhere. It's everywhere. There you go. There's your blue and yellow flag of Ukraine. Yeah. It was adopted January 28, 1992. And it's basically just a simple combination of blue and yellow bicolor stripes. Ukraine, of course, being a country that is a major hotbed for levels of corruption and crime and human trafficking and embezzling and fraud and oppression of good people there by all sides, like you've never seen before. It's a hotbed for corruption and criminality, sadly. And it goes all the way up to the top. But who else uses this stuff? It's everywhere, guys. This was from the Super Bowl halftime show, right? Check all these symbols out. Check out the colors. It's because it works. Everybody got all up, all up there. Oh, look at Snoop Dogg. Let's watch that. And what was going on during the Super Bowl recently? I can't remember the month. It wasn't that long ago. 
You know, think of the Olympics. Think of the stuff they're trying to throw at you, the games and circuses, so that you're distracted from what's really going on. And they use color psychology as one element, just one of many, to hypnotize you. That's what we're really talking about is hypnotism. Like that snake in the jungle book, right? Ka. Trust in me. Just in me. Right? So these people are. They're snakes in the grass. Just even looking at the general colors they use, right? Live halftime show brought to you by Pepsi. Pepsi being an ancient Egyptian goddess of all things. You get into that. Red and blue. The red and blue degrees of masonry. On and on we could go, guys. And then you got this I stand with Ukraine t-shirt PR campaign. You start noticing this. And I noticed this first on a flag that someone was driving around when I was down there driving around with my Canadian flags. They were driving around with the ice. They were driving around with this flag on their, on their vehicle. And I noticed the fist and I went, Oh, where there's the fist again. You guys know about the fist. What was it? Chapter, uh, chapter two of cult of the medics. I start, I throw a bunch of symbols at you. Hopefully this will help make some sense of that chapter. This fist, the closed fist. Where have we seen this fist before, guys? This exact fist in a symbolic rendering. Where have we seen this before? You stand with Ukraine, eh? Look at this fist. This one exactly is very interesting, holding the symbol of Ukraine, right? Notice anything? Look at one. Look at two. Same, same stuff, different pile, man. And look how they, a quick note about Black Lives Matter. Look at the title of that organization. That is a defensive title. That's a title that says, you guys can't say anything negative about our organization, even though we're committing fraud, embezzling money, stealing donation money, openly calling ourselves a Marxist organization espousing nothing but lies and propaganda to drum up the African populations in various countries, get their emotions hot and bothered so that they can foment chaos and war between different groups and cultures in a society and then create order out of that chaos. They're experts at this. So they go, oh, Black Lives Matter. Who, anybody that's going to say anything negative about the organization and, and try to go, of course, of course, Black Lives Matter. All lives matter. Like, that's the logical. I grew up. That's how I was taught. I didn't see race, gender. I just saw human beings. And I judged everybody by their own individual merit. I'm not a collectivist, so I don't judge people by groups. I judge people as individuals. I don't care if you're from freaking Mars. If you have ethics, integrity, morality, and trustworthiness. We're good. If you're an evil SOB that's trying to screw me over and lie to me, then we're not good. I don't care your back. That doesn't even factor in. It's your deeds that I judge you by, right? That's most people. But when they make an organization like this and go, Black Lives Matter, and you go, yeah, okay, yeah, that's it. Yeah, oh, there's been some police brutality. Yeah, okay, yeah. There's been some problems. There's definitely some issues in those communities. There's, there's definitely some issues we got to fix. That's most people thinking. And then they go, yeah, yeah, well. And then they roll out all their propaganda, their rhetoric. They make all these millions of dollars. The people that run this organization have million-dollar homes and hotels all over Beverly Hills. And you, you still think you're not getting scammed? 
And then they use this as a political tool to demonize political opponents and make it political and bring back old, old feuds and things like that. These are people that are, they're just the shit disturbers that are the, the orc army working for these globalist satanic Luciferians, whether they know it or not, they're pawns on the board, but the symbols tell you the whole story, the Marxist fist. We're going to get to it. Black lives matter. There it is. And they love the yellow on this one, right? There it is again. Who else uses that raised fist as their symbol? Well, they're going to get into the climatistas. The Extinction Rebellion. See, this time, last time they just had white faces, but for this round, I got this one. They're, this is their new COVID version of their weird, freaky cult thing that they do, marching through the streets with red gowns and white faces and throwing flowers and raising fists, raising the red fist. What, what else do you need to know? How symbolic is that? Right? Because where did this start? Where did those fists start in symbolic media propaganda? That's where it started, right? Soviet Union. Much different than the Russia of today, by the way. There it is, hammer and sickle. Central control over the means of production. Sold to you as equality and equity, and we're going to take care of all the poor and needy, and we're going to get rid of all this division and stratification, and we're going to... Just give all the power to the government and everything's going to be just fine, even though it's got over, what, 20 million deaths in the 20th century alone associated with it. But yeah, let's keep putting those symbols all over the place and make it cool for the young generation who has zero idea of the true history of these symbols and the organizations behind them and the people that made them and what their real agenda is. It's the most anti-human agenda. Communism is just Satanism acting out in a political form. That's what it is. It was founded by satanic ideologies. And Satanism goes beyond anything to do with what people think it does. It goes all the way back to ancient Egypt, Setian, Atonism. It goes back to the pre-Diluvian world. There's been a war on this planet between sages and psychopaths going back well, well, well before we got here. We're just coming in, tuning in, going, oh, what's all this stuff about raised fists and blue colors and red What is all this stuff, the symbolism everywhere? Oh, there's a war in Ukraine now? Well, weren't we just dealing with a pandemic? This is why we got to get some context here. Now, check this one out. I just took the cover of the book from Daniel Estlin. He wrote a book on the Tavistock Institute. Um, but there's your blue and gold. There's your triple stars. There's your sheep being herded. There's your owls, right? Bohemian Grove. There's the, but not only owls, but owls with the crown on top, right? The shield symbolism. There's your chivalric orders connected to the Vatican and the people that run that, the cesspool that runs that. They've got their hooks like an octopus all over the place, my friends. And that's why you keep seeing the same kind of symbolism used no matter what country in the world you go to, no matter what news channel you turn to. Even just look at these like production companies in Hollywood. All those little logos that come up in front, MGM, Columbia Pictures, they come up astral. You know, They come up before the movie. Just pay attention to that and your whole life will change. Just go down to your local parliaments and legislative buildings and start looking not at the door and the window look at the 
the symbolism of the wreaths and the, the druidic symbols and the ancient and the Christian symbols and, and the Egyptian symbols and the obelisks and the, the royal symbols and the chivalric symbols and the Masonic symbols. Go to the legislative building in Manitoba. Oh my God, you could retire on that. I got to get down there, by the way. There's, that's a freaky building. This is from the closing ceremonies of the 2012 Olympic Games. Just a few shots. I got it from both the closing and the opening ceremonies, which I think was a massive ritual ceremony that sort of brought in this pandemic. Uh, they wanted to sort of pre-program everybody on a subconscious level. They have to do it. It's part of their order. They're part of their cult. They have to tell you what they're going to do. That's also part of the kick. Just like, you know, maybe a Gacy or a Ted Bundy would tell you what he's going to tell his victim, what he's going to do before he did it to them. So they get sick pleasure out of it. And also it's part of their karmic law that they believe in, in this cult. Right. The time pieces, the big Ben haloed in blue, blue and gold, blue and gold. You know, there's the Union Jack kind of rendition with the gold and the red, right? You got your wheels and your fire circles. You got your marching circus acts under the Illuminati pyramids and the, the watchful eyes. You got your children, your virgin sacrifice wearing white, right? The white virgins singing John Legend's Imagine, which is basically an ode to communism on many levels if you really know what you're looking at um that's a whole other story under the flames under the torches right you got so you got look at this just on a symbolic level you've got white virgins under torches and don't forget this was the closing ceremony that i'm showing you right or this was the sorry this is the opening ceremony of the 2012 olympic games the opening ceremony and then in a bit, we'll get to the closing ceremony, which I've also scattered bits of that throughout Cult of the Medics to show you, you know, with the big dark reaper and the COVID uh, symbolism, the actual virus particle symbolism, uh, the, uh, the little demons that run under the children's beds, you know, hunting the children. There's a lot of, if people knew what was really going on in this world and what's being conveyed here on a symbolic level, it'd blow your mind. And I know symbolism is interpretive. I totally understand that. But I also know that when you keep seeing the same patterns coming from the same people and you kind of know what's really going on behind the curtains with this Abramovich stuff and all this other stuff going on in Hollywood, some of the people I've talked to, man, holy crap, you have no idea how bad it is, how dark it is and how evil it is. And again, not the symbols themselves, but the people using them for particular purposes of blind blinding you and hypnotizing you there's another one zooming out i think this one was this is where we're going to start to get into the closing ceremonies just the blues and the golds blues and the golds there's the rings with the fire right some of these shots are crazy. I'm just taking, these were just screenshots. I just scrolled through. And actually when you, because each, the opening and the closing ceremony of those Olympic games are about three hours or so, three and a half hours. So if you just take your, your scroll bar at the bottom of the YouTube clip and you just go through it quickly and just watch how the vast majority of the lighting was blue for both opening and closing ceremonies. 
They brought other things in there, but just, you'll notice it. If you comb through it, go through it, just comb through and tell me how much blue you see. Oh, it's just style, Dave. It's just fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Keep telling yourself that. That's what they want you to think. That's the, that's your conscious mind jumping in and going, I like blue. Look guys, blue is my favorite color. All right. I love blue. All things, it's a duality that we live in. So all things can be used for either good or evil, for either telling you the truth and uplifting you. Good art, good art can work on these exact same levels that I'm telling you about, about your color psychology, about the symbol recognition on the atavistic, subconscious, ancient mind, phylogenetic level. That can also be used by great artists to uplift your consciousness. So, but given the state of the world, and given the types of people that we now know are running these organizations and are running this whole media enterprise, what do you think? Are they using that knowledge for good or for evil? I'll just leave that up to you. The proof is in the pudding, okay? The proof is in the pudding. This was some weird freaky uh, symbolism that they did before they brought a bunch of kids out and on hospital beds. Look at that, the baby face, gosh. All the pedophiles went, oh my God, I love the Olympic game opening ceremonies. Look at this, the circle of fire. Ancient, ancient. It doesn't get any more ancient than this, guys. The circle of fire. What's the circle of fire? A symbol of that people used to do around Stonehenge, around all these ancient sites. What was that all about? Nothing evil about it. It's a symbol of what? What's the, goal? What's the fire circle in the sky? It's the sun. Now, what if we find out that what the Duke of Brunswick said and many others, Illuminati insiders and Masonic insiders through what he was in the 1700s. I think I talked about that in chapter five of Cult of the Medics. Um, it was Michael Tessarian that brought those quotes to me uh, years ago and showed me that, was that they are a sun cult. That's what the, that's what the Saturnian, uh, Setian, um, Catholic in the sense that the Vatican's talking about, maybe not what your grandmother's into, but just that the, and we're talking the institutional level, right? The sun cults. The Duke of Brunswick said that masonry was infiltrated by a dark sun cult. That's a direct quote, a dark sun cult that was versed in hypnotism, subversive symbolism, and electromagnetism. That's what he said. He, he said in a, they were after the vein of the Illuminati, if not that order, order itself. Illuminati, illumination, the Illuminists. It goes back to Atonism in, in ancient Egypt. They worship the dark side of the sun. They worship that. They worship a different sun because they believe there was a different sun. They believe Saturn was the original sun. And then there was a reordering of the heavens through cataclysm. Go check out Emmanuel Velikovsky's work. And uh, then they took this symbolism and iconography and they built it into all of their ancient symbols. And that's what you're going to see coming out of a lot of this stuff. And these people know this and they know it works. That's the main thing. Even if you put all those details I just gave you aside, they understand that these images and symbols hearken back. They, they bring you back to a time where we were not in a technological world. We did not have phones and cell phones and Facebook and Pinterest. We gathered around fire. We looked at the sky. 
our IMAX films were acted out in the skies above our heads every night. And we had whole groups and cults of people who actually trained their eyes to be acclimatized to the dark so that they could read the stars. There were whole lineages of these groups of people so that they could interpret it. And again, that, that was a positive thing. But that knowledge of momentum, of timing, of symbolism, of the effect of filiogenetic memory, the effect of trauma from past trauma, how to reactivate that so that they can install new programming into your brain, that knowledge was also kept at the high levels of how to control the masses. That's what this is all about. Crowd control. That's what this is. It's not meant to inspire or uplift you. A smart sage-like person can, can convert this into something that inspires them. But somebody without any filters or any critical thinking going on is just going to passively accept it, just like everybody passively accepted Jim Jones Kool-Aid drinks. Oh, is that the end? Yeah, okay, so that's the end of the slideshow. I just wanted to show you some of those images. Um, yeah, let's go here. Okay, great website, ancient-symbols.com, ancient-symbols.com. You can get all kinds of good stuff there. Um, we got all these ads out of the way. So let's just go through this uh, real quick, just to give you a background, the symbolism of colors, okay? Uh, maybe I can zoom this. No. Color is all around us, present everywhere we turn, as constant as the air we breathe. Perhaps it is inevitable that human society will associate certain colors with different significant aspects of our lives. Different cultures around the world each have their own meanings for different colors, and within these cultures, their meanings have also changed over time. The ancient Egyptians used colors to represent the powers of their gods. In China, red was not always the most favored color. It was actually yellow. The ancient Mayans, on the other hand, regarded colors as a representation of the original directions of north, south, east, and west, as well as many different gods in their belief system. Let us now look at some more contemporary meanings of colors and understand their values. So they go through each one, blue, red. So let's just check out blue. It's funny, actually, blue and blue and yellow are side by side here. The ancient Egyptians associated the color blue with the gods like Amun, the god of the wind. It is the color of the oceans and of the skies. Quite opposite, the color red, blue evokes feelings of calm, peace, and tranquility. It symbolizes loyalty, wisdom, and trust. I think that's what they're really looking for with this, guys. They want you to trust them. It inspires creativity and deep thinking. This effect that the color blue has on the human psyche makes it a perfect color for spaces where rest and calm needs to be achieved, like bedrooms, libraries, or hospitals. Or insert it into your media advertisements so that you feel an, a false sense of calm and tranquility while they are pillaging your economy and destroying your freedom. Yellow. For the ancient Chinese, yellow symbolizes good luck and is often associated with gold. Throughout the ages, in most parts of the world, the color yellow is regarded as the color of wisdom and intellect. It enhances optimism, logic, and concentration. It stimulates speedy metabolism, bright and cheerful. It represents the playfulness and carefree attitude of the young. Let's take a look at green, actually, because the green, that's all, this is what this climate cult uses, the Green New Deal, all their advertising. Uh, actually, you know who uses the color green really, really heavily is the Club of Rome in their, on their website. Just go look at their website. 
Unless they've updated it, they use green all over the place because that's the symbol of nature. And now we're out to fight for nature, guys. Got to kill about 7 billion human beings to save nature. Green is universally regarded as the color of nature and health. There you go. It stands for new life, growth, money, and safety. The god Osiris is well represented by the color green, for Osiris is the god of resurrection and fertility. During the Middle Ages, it's funny, fertility, eh? the Club of Rome and their agencies like the World Health Organization and Bill Gates and all their puppets who are actually working against human fertility because they need to depopulate the earth. It's really interesting. During the Middle Ages, green was the color of choice for brides because it symbolized fertility. Green is the easiest color for the human eyes and can soothe and improve vision. It promotes calm and a feeling of crisp freshness all around. Next to blue, green is also a popular color scheme for hospitals and convalescent facilities. So just some interesting stuff to just look at the symbol and what it really evokes in our psyche, okay? Then we get into color magic. You can go to these occultlectures.com websites, and there's many others. I just grabbed a few, but I looked at maybe six different uh, occult websites, and they're very similar in the way they look at it. Um, there we got red, pink, orange, gold. That would be good, actually. Let's look at gold really quick. Gold, attraction, money, prosperity. It attracts the power of cosmic influences. Hmm. Who would be, we, we should, should we all be attracting the powers of cosmic influences? What if we could attract the power of cosmic influences to help us mind control the masses, to do whatever we tell them without thinking? Um, it's gold is used for rituals performed in honor of solar deities, hmm, solar deities, because of course the sun, right? So the sun, solar deities, gold, go walk through a church, go walk through a Vatican, go walk through a shrine somewhere. You're going to find gold all over the place. You're going to find golden halos behind everybody's head. Who's a saint. You know why that is? Cause they're saying they are honored by the sun. They are part of our sun cult. For good or for evil, I'm just telling you the symbolism. Um, wealth, success, drawing things towards you, strengthens other colors. The gold promotes winning. Hmm. I wonder if these guys are into winning their global empire. Safety and power of the male, happiness and playful humor. There's some gold. Uh, yellow, let's go yellow. Yellow is friendship, persuasion, self-confidence, mind, movement, east cardinal point. East Cardinal Point. Interesting. Communication, learning, theorization, solar magic. Solar magic, did you say? Conscious mind, sun magic, the God, memory, selling yourself. Selling yourself. Uh, accelerated learning, drawing, pulling, compelling, joy, captivation. That's a big one, captivation. Captivize an audience. Uh, comfort, make sure everybody feels comfortable. Uh, visions, mental powers, attraction, charm, creativity, activity, healing, imagination, happiness, intelligence, intellect, divination, sun deities, concentration, fertility, health in the body and mind, imagination, breaking mental blocks, hypnosis. Hmm. Yellow is the color of hypnosis in the occult world, apparently. Fascination, travel, jealousy, wisdom, psychic powers, the air cardinal point, and the sun. So just knowing how these play on our subliminal minds, right? Did I have blue in here? Did I do blue? Here's blue. Protection, truth, higher wisdom, travel, happiness, astral projection. Interesting. Loyalty, tranquility, induces prophetic dreams. Calming effect. That's the big one. Calming effect. Sleep, heals headaches. 
the God, air element, good fortune, devotion, friendship, reassurance, transformation. There's a big one. Mental and emotional control. <laughs> wow. Intuition, health, creativity, hope, sincerity, opening block communication, spirituality, divinity, dream magic, inner peace, water element, protection during sleep. So while they're hypnotizing you, put you to sleep. Don't worry. That color blue is going to make you feel protected. Wisdom, peace, honor, psychism, patience, communication, inspiration, healing, and contemplation. Now let's get away from the voodoo stuff and go into actual psychology. Um, again, you can go on all these different psychology websites and just get the breakdown. There's a lot of primary documents on this, on color in psychology. But color psychology, what I like about this article is they actually call it what it is, color psychology. There's a whole department, okay? And it's in. they work in marketing. These are the types of psychologists that your advertising agencies are going to get a hold of to make sure that for some weird reason, you don't even know why, but you're suddenly resonating with the product they're trying to sell you. And you, you think it's because you're making a logical choice and you're using your own thinking, but really they're using influences. They're trying to influence and persuade you. And they use color, sound and vibration and flicker rates and all that symbolism to do it. So this is actually kind of like a how-to guide, you know, color psychology and marketing, what colors mean and how to use them. If you've ever walked into a room painted yellow and felt anxious or gazed at a blue painting and felt calm, you aren't imagining it, they say. Studies in color psychology tell us that each individual hue has the power to evoke emotions. And of course, these people running the top want you blind, deaf, and dumb, and they want you thinking emotionally only with no logic because then they can implant whatever they want. You are open for attack. The power of color isn't limited to paint. Different tones can also be used to set the stage for a brand's style <laughs> and even to build brand awareness. So basically, guys, when we're looking at all the ads, the safety ads for COVID, mask up, mask your kids, socially distance, make sure you get all of our jabs. You know, you're doing this for the greater good, right? The virtue signaling they're trying to implant in you. So you think you're some kind of superhero when really you're being deceived and robbed blind. Um, they're using a, they built a brand around COVID. COVID became a brand and the branding department knows symbolism and color psychology really well. And oddly enough, they just kept the same. This is what got me guys. They just kept the same color symbolism going right into the Ukraine thing. They just carried, they didn't even have time. It seemed to rebrand a whole new kit. Why reinvent it when you don't even have to, you know? Just keep it going. And that's why if there's a continuation of just on the level of the colors and the symbols and the words being used with the COVID thing, the pandemic, and it transitions seamlessly into the Ukraine propaganda, now you understand why the same people that were attacking you about your choice to not wear a mask that's suffocating you and forcing you to breathe in your own microbacteria, CO2, and is a symbol of slavery. Doesn't stop any viruses. That's not why doctors wear them. I just had a conversation for two hours with an actual surgeon yesterday who told me that exact thing. He's like, it's ridiculous. It's not why we wear masks. But anyways, getting off on a tangent, the same people that told you to wear the mask, the same people that told you, go get your vaccine or you're going to be killing everybody. The same people that were demonizing the Canadian truckers for standing up for freedom. 
The same people that are out there leaving water bottles all over the ground at climate protests and pretending that they're there to help protect the environment. The same people raising the Marxist fist for Black Lives Matter and Antifa and all that are oddly enough the same people telling you, put your Canadian flags away, put your American flags away, stop fighting for that freedom thing you guys are so obsessed with and just stand with Ukraine. That's a real protest. Is there any coincidence that it's the same people? I love that meme, that NPC meme where it's like, I stand for the current thing. They can literally tell you to start standing for literally anything and you will do it because they know this science and you don't. Not you. I'm talking to the normies out there. You don't know. You don't know what you don't know. Once you know, this hypnotism doesn't work on you, does it? So if color symbolism has the power to induce emotions and build brand awareness, well, here we go. There's, here's their sales pitch. Whether you're a new business owner looking to build a strong brand or a marketer hoping to learn how to leverage this tool, color psychology is right for you. And color psychology marketing can be an unexpected resource. Basically, you have no idea how effective this shit is. Um, in this article, we'll take a look at what color, color psychology is and how it fits into a marketing strategy. Uh, where do we want to go? Oh, okay, let's go to this. Color psychology chart. Emotions and effects decoded. To help you begin to, the, to put the power of color psychology to work, we've compiled a list of some of the most common colors and emotions that they may invoke. Here you go, guys. Green. Nature, fresh, loyal, gentle, money, blue, peaceful, dependable, wise, and calm. You got your yellow with warmth, clarity, sunny, happy, and positive. Everything's right with the world, guys, because we just got to put some colors on our marketing. And that's as easy as it is. Yellow. While studies have shown that the hue can evoke feelings of frustration or even anger, when it comes to branding, yellow is more often seen as a cheerful color. Companies may use yellow when they want to express feelings of happiness, positivity, optimism, or summertime. Brands that use yellow as a primary color in their marketing include McDonald's, Ikea, and Snapchat. <laughs> well, if it works for them, it might work for a propaganda um, agenda. You got your green, you got your some blue. If you want to inspire loyalty loyalty to the cult, and bring patrons back to your storefront for more lies and deception, it's better to paint the storefront blue instead of orange. Research shows that customers are 15% more likely to return to a store when it's painted in the color, in the cool hue, rather than in the harsh, warm color. Besides loyalty, other characteristic brands can express include with the color blue are stability, peace, calm, and trust. A few brands that use blue to express these emotions include Ford, Facebook, and American Express. And of course, yours truly. So they use it as well. See, there's their ad right there. So I just wanted to bring that up. Okay, there's, it actually goes through more and it got some more details. Color isn't the center of marketing from choosing, or sorry, it is. Sorry, they're saying color is, it is at the center of marketing. Color is at the center of marketing, guys. From choosing a tone to make your logo pop to utilizing the right hue to inspire brand awareness and loyalty and inspire action, stand with Ukraine. Color psychology can help you maximize the subconscious effects of your marketing efforts. <laughs> there it is. There's your, there we go. We can finish the show, right? 
color psychology can help you maximize the subconscious effects of your marketing efforts. Hey, and if it's, if you're selling something good, fine, I don't care. But if you're selling bullshit, now we got to have a conversation, right? There's another one from Thought Co. Just kind of a mainstream article talking about how color affects human behavior. Let's see what they have to say. Sometimes people write it a little bit differently. Color psychology is the study of how colors affect human behavior, mood, or physiological processes. Wow, it can even affect physiological processes, guys. Colors are thought to influence our buying choices, our feelings, and even our memories. Ideas related to color psychology are heavily implemented in the areas of marketing and design. Companies choose colors that they believe will motivate colors customers to buy their products and improve brand awareness. Colors have been used in color therapy techniques to treat various diseases. So guys, there's pros and cons to everything. I just want to show you how powerful this is because I think a lot of people, if you were to go, guys, look at the colors they're using, they go, oh, come on, that doesn't do anything. Meanwhile, that guy's showing to buy, buy Crest toothpaste. He doesn't even know what kind of color psychology or whatever else is being used. But they're saying there's even color therapy. I've seen this. It helps kids with autism. It helps... Uh, you know, PTSD. There's reasons why you, you're attracted to certain images. There's a reason why you pick favorite movies. There's a reason why you like certain album covers. It has to do with the graphics, the artwork, even the fonts that are used, the colors, the imagery. It's calling on something inside of you. It's calling on that ancient atavistic philogenetic memory. It's calling on your human instincts. It's calling on your sexual drives. It's calling on a lot of things that we don't consciously process. We just look at something and we keep seeing everywhere, COVID, 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 Ukraine, 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 Ukraine. The world's going to end in 12 years, blah, blah, blah. And you just see it. So we're not even looking at the thing. It's just there in the arena of our lives. And then we don't know why we're out there going, support Biden, support Zelensky. The failed comedian actor that suddenly became the prime minister who's, you know, you don't even know. Support Trudeau, support Greta Thunberg, support the UN, support World Economic Forum, support Klaus Schwab. In fact, speaking of Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset, how much blue does that guy use in his marketing, huh? The whole website is blue. The whole thing is blue. The guy looks blue for crying out loud. It's probably a blue blood. Color perception. Color psychology is a relatively new area of study. That's actually not. It's ancient, 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 but whatever. For you guys, we'll let it pass. Color psychology is a relatively ancient area of study that faces several challenges. A major difficulty that arises when investigating this topic is determining how to actually measure the effects of color. Color perception is very subjective. Different people have different ideas about the responses to colors. However, I would tell you, <laughs> we're not as different as you might think on certain subliminal levels, okay? So there is differences, and they do have a way of using different kinds of campaigns. Like you'll notice uh, female products like makeup and all that other stuff will have certain color tones with it rather than male products, right? Like when they're selling them cars and monster trucks and all that kind of stuff. So you will see differences there. But um, it's interesting how... I know what works because look at which organizations are using those colors and those symbols. Time tested. Okay. The most powerful banks and organizations and institutions in the world use those colors over and over again. So they must know something about it. 
So there's color associations. You know, we associate colors with certain things. This is just important to know when you're looking into symbolism to understand it. Okay. Oh, and then I just had this Socialist International link up that I always like to bring to you guys' attention. Go to Wikipedia. Just look at it. Socialist International. Let's just bring this bad boy right up front and center. Remember when I was talking about all those closed fists? It originated with Marx? Nope. It goes well back before him into medieval times. And uh, the idea of a closed fist holding a rose that became the Socialist International logo is just a new rendition of the same uh, the same cult symbolism. And um, it's amazing when you really start to look at it. So when I started seeing, I, I did this little comparison because, and, and just so you know, I can prove it to you. International NGO, <laughs> okay? So that's, that's what it is. It's been around since 1951, okay? Coordinate their political attitudes and activities, you know? It's London, England, you know? Tavistock Human Relations, Bank of England, Her Majesty, uh, Congress of Social International. Let's go to, where do I want to go here? Labor and socialism, socialism. Um, I just want to get to, because I, I like to prove what I'm saying. Here, there it is. Oh, I got to open it up. As of 2021, there have been a total of eight socialist international presidents. There's where it starts with Morgan Phillips. Keep going down, keep going down. Willie Brandt. <laughs> I've quoted that bastard a few times. Uh, and here we go. Number seven. You recognize this guy? You see him anywhere in the news talking about how you got to go get vaccinated and we're all in this together and stand with Ukraine and the climate's going to end the world. So we got to give all of our taxes to the UN. Antonio Manuel Oliveira Gutierrez, a Portuguese politician and diplomat. And he served as Secretary General of the United Nations, and he was the ninth person to hold this title. And he was a member of the Portuguese Socialist Party. And Gutierrez served as Prime Minister of Portugal for quite some time. And he was also the Commander-in-Chief of the Socialist International. So, you know, these guys all fly in a lot of the same similar circles. I just wanted to bring that to your attention. And then let me just kind of swing back to this. I had a few other passages. I just want to make sure I got everything. Okay. Now we can also get into the Masonic symbolism and how they look at it, right? So I've got a little bit here. The colors symbolically significant in masonry are purple, red, white, black, green, yellow, violet, and blue. Each color has for its purpose the teaching to the Mason of a valuable moral lesson or the calling of his attention to some historical fact of interest. And certain colors serve both, both purposes at one and the same time. The assignment of symbolic meanings to colors is probably as old as symbolism itself. This is coming from a Masonic source, okay? This is from a Masonic website. So this is just their, their rendition of it. To cite but one example is from the practice of the ancient people, the Egyptians, those ancient masters of symbolism to whom the investigator of symbols used in masonry first looks for explanations of those symbols. Did you hear that? So they're basically admitting in a roundabout way that masonry didn't start in the Middle Ages. It goes all the way back to ancient Egypt. They were the originals. That's where all of it came from. The good, the bad, the ugly. It all came out of there. Okay. 
Um, and they, these ancient Egyptians made use of colors in their hieroglyphics to convey certain def definite ideas, each color being expression of certain conceptions. So they're saying color was used in ancient Egyptian hieroglyphs to express certain conceptions, right? Because the human mind has the ability to perceive and also to conceive. That's what's magical about our mind. That's what the materialists will never really concede because it would destroy their whole paradigm is that we don't just perceive the world perception being you're perceiving this live stream right now by using your eyes to watch it and using your ears to hear it. But those are just two devices that are connected into your brain. That's just processing all these sounds and symbols and colors. And it's all coming through these different vibrations and then you're decoding it and then turning it into this broadcast. Okay. And that's, what's crazy. So you're perceiving this live stream. But what I did before coming on was I had to conceive of what I was going to present in this live stream. So I had to think about, I'm not just going to press play and then sit there and sing a song or whatever. I got to put a slideshow together. I got to make sure it's going to D live. I got to, I got to think about the theme. I got to think about what I'm going to, so I have to create it. I have to create an idea of what I'm going to convey in what you're perceiving right? I'm trying to give you an example of conception. So we have, we have the ability to look at a painting or we have the ability to see a painting in our mind's eye and then paint it on a canvas. Symbolism is what unlocks those abilities and can guide them in a positive direction or manipulate them in a negative direction. I hope that makes sense. And this goes back according to the Masonic web. So the Masons themselves are saying this goes back to ancient Egypt. Yellow, they say, was to the ancients the symbol of light, solar illumination. Through unemphasized and seemingly almost unrecognized, or he's saying though unemphasized and seemingly almost unrecognized in masonry, yellow is nonetheless a true Masonic symbolic color since it symbolizes to the Mason that great thing to the finding of which his Masonic search is devoted and to the source of which his Masonic pathway leads, which is the sun. Okay. Blue is the supreme color of masonry first because supreme color. So they're saying blue is the supreme color of masonry. Interesting that first, because it is that color, which among all those used in masonry is the unquestioned Masonic possession of every Mason. The Royal Archmason may attempt to appropriate to himself the red, the perfect master may feel himself the exclusive proprietor of the green and the black and so on. But blue is acknowledged by every Mason to belong to us all and no Mason, whichever his degree questions the master Mason ownership of blue. Second blue is the supreme color because it has coupled with its universality, a place in symbolism, which both as regards importance of lessons taught and as regards to legitimacy as a symbol is second to that of no Masonic color. So it's basically their most favorite color. It's universal. It's the supreme color. They have blue and red degrees and all of this. Um, and there's probably a lot of reasons on a psychological level that that ended up evolving over time in that way. So you'll see blue everywhere in masonry. Okay. The use of blue in religious ceremonies and as a symbol comes to masonry from many of the different peoples of antiquity. Among the Hebrews, various articles of the high priest clothing were blue. 
Wasn't Jesus' sash also rendered as blue in a lot of the modern art? Uh, one of the walls of the tabernacle was blue. In his initiation into the juridical mysteries, the candidate was investigated or it was invested with a robe of one of those colors, and it was blue. The Babylonians clothed their idols in blue. The Hindu god, or the Hindu god Vishnu was represented as being blue, and among the medieval Christians, blue was considered a peculiarly important color. Blue was the symbol of perfection to the Hebrews, to the Druids, the symbol of truth, to the Chinese, the symbol of a deity, and to the medieval Christians, it was a symbol of immortality. So for the Mason, the color of his master Mason's lodge is the symbol of perfection, truth, immorality, and immortality, sorry, and deity. There may be some immorality going on too, but that's just another thing. Um, so yeah, this can be, there can be good people within Masonic lodges or in churches or any of these things that are just using this on an innocent level. They use it as a method to uplift their mind and to connect to God, however they see it. But then of course, when we understand the corruption of these ancient mystery schools and these ancient religions and temples and Masons groups and whatnot, we understand that that knowledge of how this was used was plundered and repackaged by these dark ones to be uh, a way that they can achieve mass hypnosis, which would allow them to achieve their agenda of basically world control. And that's what this is all about. So we're dealing with uh, witches, warlocks, you know, druids, priests, magicians of a high level on both the good and the bad side of things. And um, we are all just stuck here going, well, when's the next movie coming out? When's the next Super Bowl? When's, when's the next Snoop Dogg concert? Like, give me more entertainment. I, I don't know why I love the lights so much and the flashing lights and I just love it. I just, just, just keep giving me more of it. The ignorant masses have no idea the knowledge that's held behind these lodge doors. And my question is, do you really trust these people? <laughs> do you really trust these people? So color psychology, I've given you a quick little overview, very quick. You guys, this is you got to do the detailed research on this. I'm just trying to spark your interest here. That when we see that advertising, even though it coincidentally ended up being the Ukrainian flag colors, um, there's something that these Madison Avenue types know which is the effect, the calming, the opening up effect that these colors have. And that's why you trust known liars and criminals blindly. As long as those known liars and criminals cover themselves in the sheep's clothing, right? The wolf in sheep's clothing, the symbol of the Fabian society in Britain, that sheep's clothing is what I'm telling you, the branding, the colors, the symbols, the light, the use of light so that you trust them and you don't even know why. That's what I'm trying to say here is that the whole point of this is that there's no logical reason why your friends and family are trusting these people, the media and the government and these Klaus Schwab's of the world. They don't even know why. That's why when you pin them down with details, they want to run out of the room and they just turn into calling you names and walking away. They don't have an argument because they don't even know why they trust these people. Isn't that what's weird? This is what I've been banging my head against the wall for so long with this COVID stuff and with so many other things to say, what is up with the fact that really smart people aren't understand? They literally cannot see it because it's not for lack of something to see, like all the evidence I would want to bring and go, just look at this. Like, just look at it. Just 
look at it. <laughs> it's not that it, you could show them to their face. Their brain is editing out the facts that you're showing them. It's they're in real time. It's editing it out. So they're like, you're not showing me any evidence. I don't know what you're talking about. You're like nine pages of Pfizer diet, nine pages of Pfizer side effects. It's over, bro. No, that's, that can't be. Snopes.com said it was cool. Finding a way out. It's, it's mental gymnastics, but it wasn't logical arguments that were sold to these people because nothing that these health officials told you was logical. Nothing. Why you believe them is a different story. That's what I'm trying to get at. It's because they didn't even use a logical system with you. They used a subliminal system with you. Your friends and family are programmed on a subliminal level, and they're up against a sophisticated machine of ancient knowledge, symbolism, and modern media that is so sophisticated, advanced, and well-funded that I don't even blame these poor souls for falling for it because they can't imagine that something this diabolical could be going on. They can't imagine that their ego will not even allow them to process the reality that they've not only been conned and hoodwinked, but it's been, it's happened on a level that would make most of these people go insane when they found out the truth, because the ego would cause a schizophrenic reaction in their brain and it would shut them down. They literally cannot see the truth or their brain will psychologically implode. Like it's that thick. That's the level of attack we're dealing with. That's how this virus works. The virus of propaganda and the use of this ancient knowledge in a negative way, as opposed to the same knowledge being used in a positive way to illuminate the truth, to bring out the freedom, truth, and justice and all these virtues, real virtue, not the fake kind. Because fake, inauthentic people got a hold of this canon of knowledge and weaponized it. And it's as old as the sun. There's nothing new here. It's the same tricks they've been using for eons of time, just using different technology and getting better at it. Now they got social media. Now they got fact checkers, which oddly enough didn't show up until the truth started coming out on the internet. So have some empathy for your poor loved ones who cannot see this who are emotionally inflamed. Their somatic intelligence has been cut off. Their rational mind has been shut off. Maybe, maybe it activates for other things. You'll be like, wow, this person's really logical when it comes to this stuff over here. But when it comes to this stuff over here, what the hell? It's like I'm talking to a five-year-old in terms of intelligence, weaseling around the argument, making joke, laughing in my, just laughing. That's another thing. When you see people just laughing at you, which is a huge reaction, that is an overcompensatory mechanism. That's somebody overcompensating for the fact that you probably just pin them to the ground with the truth and they'll just laugh it off because that's a, that's a, that's a known psychological reaction to somebody that's putting up an armored defense against the truth. Oh, <laughs> you guys are just crazy conspiracy. <laughs> Color symbolism. Look at you. Whoa. You guys are just crazy. You're like, no, this is well known and established and it has been for thousands of years since the ancient Egyptians, okay? So this isn't new. The fact that you don't know about it, let's decide who the real fool is here, okay? Seriously. If you don't know the enemy and you don't know the tools they're using against you, 
then you don't belong on the battlefield and you will be mowed over by that enemy. You will be, this is, it's easy, easy win because they, this is how they've been able to do it. They work on the subconscious subtle layers. They don't work on the conscious level. They don't, they don't need to, they just got to program all the inputs that create what you know as a conscious mind and boom, they can play you like a piano. They can play you like a piano. They can play the worst kind of music ever conceived by human beings and make you love it. They can feed you the most disgusting garbage food with God knows what in it, and you will love it. They know that's what marketing can do. That's what a little color symbolism and a little bit of psychology can do. They can feed you poison. They can tell, they can weaponize an entire planet against itself, where they're actually cheering on for these death shots that are going to wipe out human reproduction if they're not stopped. And you're cheering for it. You're not even just cheering for it. They've got you actively fighting for them. That is power you can't buy with money, my friends. That's why I've always said this isn't about money. This is about Pinocchio shit. They want you on strings. This is energy. This is psyche. These guys are performing magical rituals on your mind. And unless you spot it, you will be hypnotized. It's that sophisticated. Even people, even those of us who've been knowing this for a long time, we st I still fall for shit. We all do. It's, it's that good. So it's good that I bring this up occasionally and keep bringing it up. Symbol, symbolic, literally, color psychology, number, numbers, understand the sciences these guys operate from in the occult world that will go, these guys are sitting well above your politicians, your Justin Trudeau's of the world. That guy answers the red phone and does what he's told, okay? All of them do. Your media executives, that guy that you know in the local Masonic Lodge that says, well, there's nothing going on here. Yeah, these guys are all puppets. They don't know the reality. And it's only when you peer behind the curtain and just see how sick it is that I, I know it's nobody wants to do that. That's why they keep getting away with it. Because nobody wants to know they've been lied to. Nobody wants to know that there is this force at work in the world trying to brainwash you. Nobody wants to know that there were hundreds of programs run by the CIA, run by intelligence agencies, the five eyes. Hundreds, if not thousands of programs and experiments funded to the tune of billions of dollars for decades just to crack how your psyche works. They weren't just, the CIA wasn't just over there infiltrating Venezuela and Iraq and, you know, all that stuff. They were infiltrating your mind and the minds of your children for decades with this science. It's all here. CIA and the cult of intelligence. I highly recommend you read this one. It was the first book ever censored by the American government before being put to print in the U.S. And there's numerous others I could give you. Look at this. I got this for Christmas. The CIA Manual of Trickery and Deception. Right? I got boatloads of this stuff. Go read Jim Keith's. I've told you that. I show this book all the time. He gets right into this. He gets into the specifics. Color, light, sound, 
flicker rates, Hollywood. You're watching a movie, all right. And you're the star. You don't even know it. Puppets on strings. Unless you reclaim your own mind. If you reclaim your own mind and start seeing what this is, you'll see through the camouflage all the time. Because that's what this is, guys. It's camouflage. What camouflage is, is it's something that you use to disguise something else. So it's a little bit different than lying. It's like the, the truth isn't, they don't fully lie. A lot of what they put out is seeded with truth. That's why it works on your consciousness because humans are actually, oddly enough, we are wired for truth because truth in survival situations means life or death. If you believe a lie in a survival situation, you will die. If you believe the truth in a survival situation, you will survive. So humans are genetically, biologically, and psychologically wired for the truth. In order for these guys to create a whole population of people that was not wired for the truth and is now, in fact, wired for more lies, more lies, please, I'll stand in the line that is giving me lies. I won't go stand in the line that's giving me the truth, though. That, that, that wasn't the normal state of things. That was done to humanity. That was actually put onto humanity. Now, it's partly going back to the ancient trauma, many traumas. Uh, the traumatized psyche story, which is a massive part of this. You have to go and watch Unslaved in order to understand what I'm talking about. We've been breaking that down for years over there. Okay. Really important. Trauma from the ancient past carried through our Philly genetic race memory right up to the point now. And then add all the wars and all the crazy stuff that's gone on since those ancient cataclysms, the floods, the asteroids, etc. Right. Then add on the fact that they go, oh, we've got a traumatized farm animal here. How could, we, how could we reprogram it so that it will yield more milk for us? That's what you're seeing. That's what all this is about. They, and who do you think the CIA works for? Who do you think those people are? It's right there. What's their symbol, dude? What, what is that? Is that the black sun on the shield under an eagle? I mean, symbolically... In the world of the occult, do you know what that means? What's the symbol of MI6? Just go look it up. Fabian Society, Stavistock Institute. You got to read um, Dr. John Coleman. Dr. John Coleman, God bless him. Tavistock Institute of Human Relations. Or was that Anthony Sutton? Maybe it was Anthony Sutton. Either way, read both those gentlemen. Professor Anthony Sutton and Dr. John Coleman. And you'll understand the mechanisms of how that works. That, they don't, I don't think they get into the symbolism, but they get into the actual deeds and the, the actual documents and the real stuff, right? And then you add the symbolism onto it. Oh, for symbolism and, and um, etymology, more importantly, I talked about this in chapter six, this book, Pierre Sabac, The Murder of Reality, Hidden Symbolism of the Dragon. Oh my God, your mind will be flipped around. It'll do a triple axle after reading this book. It's a lot of decoding of language, a lot of etymology, but it's good to expose yourself to that even if you don't fully understand it all. Just keep looking at it over and over, keep thinking about it. And then what's going to happen is you're going to start programming your subconscious mind to also notice this and relay that information to the conscious mind. That's what we're doing here, guys. We're pulling stuff out of the subconscious and making it conscious so you can see it with your conscious mind. Once you see it, it doesn't work on you. The spell breaks. 
The spell breaks when you see it. So for those of you that get pissed off at me for talking about dark stuff all the time, like, oh, dude, that cult of the medics, man, it's pretty dark. Yeah, it's dark. Trust me, that's the PG version. What I'm showing in the cult of the medics is the PG version. What I do on this show is the rated G version of the reality. It's got to be dark because you have to acclimatize yourself to the dark to be able to see it so that you can see that snake in the grass or that tiger in the tree that's stalking you. Once you see it and you understand evil and how it works, then you develop immunity to it. It's the ultimate psychological vaccine, the real vaccine, the real one that would expose you to it so you can recognize it and then it doesn't work on you. That's what we're trying to do is give you those ingredients to the best that we can. I might not be right about everything, but hey, I'm doing my best here. I whipped this together, but I think it makes a lot of sense. We brought in some ancient um, Egyptian Babylonian descriptions of these colors and these symbols. We got into the Masonic reading of it. We got into the psychological brand awareness PR version of it. Uh, I showed you the videos of the direct links of the same colors being used in the pro COVID propaganda campaign and the Ukraine propaganda campaign. Um, this is not me saying I somehow support war. I don't support war. I'm not here batting for Putin or anything like this. I just know they're lying to you. I also know because of who's cheering this on and who's promoting this. It's the same people that promoted all the other scams. And that house of cards is coming down because symbolism will be their downfall, my friends. That is a true statement. It will be. Because when you know the symbolism and you become symbolically literate, you're immune. It's awesome. Now you know. You're like, oh, there's that blue and gold again, Dave. I know. You're using it. And now you can also, hey, if you have a company and you want to sell a product and you're doing good business and or you want to put out a message, maybe take a few chapters out of these guys' books. Maybe we should start making memes with these kind of colors sprinkled into them. Why not? It works. People have been programmed to respond to this stuff. Use a chapter out of their book to put the truth out. It's a tool. It, doesn't, it's, it's, it depends who's wielding the tool. And then always make it about, in the end, forget all the stuff about other people's interpretations. What's happening to you when you see those colors, when you see those ads, when you see those halftime shows, when you see those blockbuster films and the movie trailers and the Netflix specials, when you see it, what happens to you? How do you interpret it? What's going on inside of you? Are you aware of the emotional uh, changes? Are you aware that when you're watching certain things, your heart rhythm picks up and then drops down and that they induce different beta and alpha states in the brain? Do you, when you notice it, it doesn't mean that everything's evil and you need to shut yourself in and become a Luddite. It just means now that you're paying attention to it, like when I watch a film, I'll watch it and I'll be able to watch and go, oh, propaganda. Okay, oh, here we go. Oh, there's the symbols. Okay, here we go. Oh, we're back to the movie. Okay, cool. I don't mind this. I like this character. You start, this is just how you got to navigate this reality now. You got to be able to pull out those strands of truth and cast aside all the crap. Not let it work on you. And also just say here, the word spell, like this magician's spell. What's a spell? Is it Mickey Mouse with his wand and his floating broom? Or is it words? Spelling. And they didn't use the word spell 
in ancient languages just to talk about writing words in some English left to right kind of language because they didn't use that kind of language, guys. What language did the ancients use first? Was it in the beginning was the word of God or was it in the beginning was the image of God? They used symbols. Kanji, hieroglyphs, petroglyphs, symbols. That's what words are. They're symbols mashed together that communicate something to the front brain. Then we turn it into language. And oh, yeah, they say seven days in a week. That's what it says. But before, they didn't say seven days in a week with words. They used a symbol that meant the sun and the cycles. And then you had to decode it and go, oh, we're talking about time with this symbol. Different. We had a different brain back then. But don't think they threw all those tricks away just because of the Industrial Revolution and some scientific uh, domination now in the world. They use it all the time. These guys celebrate it. These occultists, you got Abramovich doing sacrifice rituals and talking to dead spirits and shit. Consciousness transfer, dimensions. These guys have been into this forever. It never went away. It just went underground and it came out in a different form. They wanted a logical world. That's why they brought materialist science in. Create a logical world that's purely conscious, logical, left brain only. Demonize all that right brain mythological symbolism. Demonize all that as a bunch of voodoo stuff. And then what you get is a population of people that can be easily programmed because they're not aware of the subconscious. They're not aware of the right brain. They don't use it anymore. That's atrophied. It's gone. That's why God is gone. That's why spirit is gone. Because that didn't exist in the logical brain. That existed in the right brain, the subliminal brain. So they've killed God. They've killed the gut. The God, goat, gut. Trust your gut. Trust the voice of God. People keep saying, God spoke to me last night. What, did he call you up? Did he text you on your phone? No, he spoke through your gut, your intuition. Your, your, the kingdom of heaven is where, right? So they know how to manipulate that kingdom and turn it into a kingdom of hell so that that's the voice you're listening to. You're only listening to them. You're Now, if you're only in a left brain mind, you're like, you have to keep coming back to be fed over and over and over again. You can't feed yourself anymore. It's not enough. The world is not enough. Your life is not enough. Your own mind is not enough. You need to do what Miley Cyrus is doing. You need to do what Dre is doing or this whatever guy, whatever latest pop star. You need to do what Antonio Gutierrez tells you. You need to wear as many masks as Dr. Teresa Tam tells you because you live in a logical science materialist world and you don't have access to your gut, to your right brain, to your symbolic literacy, to your spiritual power because they cut it off by literally changing the language. They cast the biggest spell of all time. What do you think law is? Not the real law, not good law, the law, the legalese, the mountains upon mountains of laws that they write all the time to curtail your freedom and put you in a box. What's that written in? That legalese language that nobody understands. You need to pay some lawyer $400 an hour to translate it for you even though the principles of law are very simple. A child could understand it. They cast spells. What do you think these constitutional documents are? Manipulated spell casting. Changing the original text into something else that means something else in the law than it does in the way you think about it. And then when you go to the court and go, hey, they're violating my constitutional rights, the judge just goes, ha, 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 ha. constitutional what? 
That's magic. That's spell casting. And then what the media is doing to you, there's a virus under your bed. There's a virus five foot and above when you walk in the restaurant. There's a virus behind the plexiglass. There's viruses lasting on your countertops. Let us inject you with that virus and then you'll be okay. <laughs> and because we have no inner constitution, they've destroyed our gut, our God, our inner house, our mind of the connecting of all things. They destroyed that. They've demonized it. Now you need to go to them because now they're the gods, aren't they? The science. Trust the science. Trust the cult. Trust Anthony Fauci. Don't worry about that gain of function research. Don't worry about that history with HIV. Don't worry about that. Just trust the science, guys. Oh, don't worry about those other scientists. No, no, no. Those are the, those are banished. Those guys are the, they're the ones banished from the cult. They're the heretics. Don't listen to them. We burned them at the stake already. They're not approved by the officials. That's magic. And it all started with symbolism and color psychology. So just wanted to uh, drop that, guys. I hope that made some sense. I hope uh, you guys can also do a better job than I did and go and do some digs on this and dig out even more because I think this is a really important thing for us to be watching. We shouldn't just be watching the headlines and what's going on and all that stuff. We should be also looking at this on an esoteric level of the symbolism and the, the way things are said, the way things are used, try to find patterns, uh, you know, spot the lies and the deception. Cause when you see the deception and the lies, it doesn't have any power over you anymore, does it? And that's how the truth wins. Thanks for joining me guys. I got to run. Thank you. If anybody sent any kind of donations or shared this out, I really appreciate it. If this resonates with you, do me a solid and please share this as far as you can. Help me uh, continue to grow this amazing audience that we have. Thank you so much for supporting my work. Thank you so much for supporting Cult of the Medics, uh, Patriot Switch, all these things that I'm trying to do to help keep things rolling. I really appreciate it. I'm going to be going back to do some more editing on Chapter 7 for you. That'll be coming out soon. Please be patient. And uh, I'm really glad to see everybody's excited to see it. So that's a good sign. So you'll have more to see very soon. Make sure you catch up on all the previous episodes over on cultofthemedics.com. And um, other than that, I look forward to chatting with Mark Hecht tomorrow for, with you all at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. And whatever time that converts to in Europe, probably late at night. But if you can make it, make it. Um, and if not, you can always catch the archives of all my shows. They're always listed over on my website, dwtruthwarrior.com. You can check it all out there. But I am on Podbean, iTunes, Rumble, BitChute, Rockfin, etc. And I usually put the archives up there as well. All right. And then, of course, yes, unslave.com. And I must say, today we just recorded a bombshell interview on all the details and the ins and outs and the politics and the history of the European Union and what's going on with Ukraine and Russia uh, with the great um, uh, Mr. Atkinson. Why is my mind drawing a blank here? Um, not Rowan Atkinson. It's actually his brother, Rowan Atkinson's brother. Uh, embarrassing myself here. Hold on. Let me pull it up so I get it right. I had to throw a lot of info at you. Sometimes my brain just runs out of gas here. So if you go to enslaved.com by tomorrow, I should have this posted. Rodney Atkinson. There we go. My apologies, Rodney. He's a great man. He's been covering this stuff in the UK for over 30 plus years. He's written numerous books. He's been interviewed on all the top places. He's very, very in on what's going on. 
and this incredible show that we did on Putin, Russia, and Ukraine. It's awesome. We cover everything. So as soon as that's posted, go check it out on slave.com. And I think that's all I got for you today, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great night. We'll catch you again soon. Cheers, everybody.